Hello, Sunshine. Welcome to a special edition of the State of the Union podcast. So what warrants a special edition? Well, anytime I get a chance to talk to a talented and interesting person, and that is why it's such a pleasure to welcome Crystal Dunn to the pod. How you doing, Crystal? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you. All right. U.S. Women's National Team and a North Carolina Courage star, Crystal Dunn. You are here on behalf of Procter & Gamble and Walgreens. Now, let's get to some really, really important things first. You're promoting an active lifestyle, secret Outlast deodorant, and Olay body wash with moisture ribbons. What yes. in God's name are moisture ribbons? And tell me, <laughs> do I need them in my life? Uh, to be fair, I'm not 100%, so I don't want to say anything that I obviously don't know all that much about, but I do know that body wash is really great, and I know for you, like, you're probably traveling and on the road all the time, and it's good to have some, like, go-tos in your in your bag when you're traveling. So, um, yeah, you just want your, your body wash to, like, make you feel good, and that's basically what it's about. I love um, it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. More more moisture ribbons for everybody going forward. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get into some soccer here. Um, th- this was my f- when I f- when I first uh, found out I was going to talk to you. I said this is going to be my first question to her, and this is what it is. Okay. okay. When you sit down, like you're you're uh, you're traveling right now, whether you're on a plane or you're or you're you're walking through a, a hotel or whatever. Sometimes you talk to people that aren't necessarily into soccer. When they ask you, what position do you play? What do you tell them? <laughs> Um, I ask them what the day of the week is, and then I try to look around and act like I know what position I'm going to play that day. Um, no, yeah, I get that question all the time, and I tell them, uh, you know, I play a little bit of everything. You know, that's really the simple answer. <laughs> Do you have a preference? And look, I know you, you, look, you, you want to go to the World Cup. You don't care as long as you're out there on the field. You're just like any player. Yeah. You play anywhere. And, but if I said to you, you get to choose exactly where you want to play. Do you have a preference in terms of position? Because we've seen oh, you in the back. Yeah. We've seen you in the midfield, uh, which, which means you are incredibly uh, important to the team. And I think if you really look at this team right now, the national team, one of the reasons why you are so important is because of your flexibility and your ability to play multiple mm-hmm. positions very well. Yeah, definitely. Um, but if I had to choose, I love the role that I play on my club team. So with North Carolina Courage, I play this free roll 10. We actually play this box formation of 4-2-2-2. And I just get to roam around and kind of wreak havoc on the field. So I think if I could say that I would prefer a position over another, I would definitely call myself a midfielder. Do you, uh, speaking of the courage, uh, do you have, yeah. do you have a uh, advantage playing with some of what could potentially be your teammates and potential potential starters in this uh, summer's Women's World Cup with with Abby and Samantha there uh, they're playing down there. D- does it help you mm-hmm. to play with those players? And maybe you're yeah. playing in a different position or a different formation. You know, but when I mean, you get any, to the national team, yeah. Anytime I think you can get a group together, um, a core group, and, and play with them year-round, I think is obviously a great advantage, you know. And Sam and Abby are both great teammates of mine who, you know, we value hard work. We value always trying to get better every day in training. And I think, um, you know, we push each other every single day, so for sure. Well, this could potentially, if you are named to the squad, be your first senior World Cup. This is not your first World Cup. You are a World Cup winner in 2012 with the under-20s. Did that experience help you at all? Oh, definitely. I mean, me and Julie Ertz talk about this, that, that World Cup all the time because, um, you know, we face so many challenges. A lot of people don't know, obviously, you are the team at the end holding up the trophy. You think it was an easy tournament, and obviously that was not the case in, in 2012. We actually lost badly to Germany in our third game, our group game, uh, 3-0. So for us, we came out of group. 
we crawled out of our group, uh, I should say, and you know, we went on to, to beat them in the final. And I think that really uh, resonated a lot with us, just knowing that uh, the whole tournament is not going to be easy and you just got to gotta dig deep and, and fight to the end. Now, you have had a really interesting life and career. Uh, you got out of your comfort zone a little bit and had an incredible experience over in England playing for Chelsea. How did that change you either as a player or as a person or both? Yeah, definitely both, I say. Just personal reasons, just, you know, living on your own in a country that you know not a lot about and uh, really just taking that risk is it can obviously make or break you. You know, I think for me it, it taught me a lot about uh, just stepping out of my comfort zone and, and being okay with being outside of the U.S. Um, and on field, I think I was exposed to just a, a new way of looking at the game. Everything over there is so tactical, how to break down a team. And it's, it's not so much about athleticism, you know, and I, it added so many new things to my, to my game. Now, uh, do you consider yourself still a newlywed? I know you got married, what, uh, December last year, is that right? <laughs> yeah, December of last year. Um, I feel like I've seen my husband like two times since the wedding, so – um, no, I don't really think I'm a newlywed. I feel like I've known him a long time now. And, um, yeah. Well, as you know, the question is coming now. The question's coming about Pierre and about the, about the fact that he is French and the situation at home. you got a job to do this summer. Uh, and he understands I that, do. right? <laughs> he understands. And he had asked me if he could wear two jerseys, a French and a U.S. jersey. And I go, absolutely not. He refused. So hopefully he makes the right decision. <laughs> Uh, okay, so as I mentioned, you, you weren't on the 2015 team, but look, unless something – and I'm going to knock on wood for you here. Unless something dr dramatic happens or drastic happens, you're going to be there and you're going to be, I think, a really, really important part of this team. Have you done anything over the last four years that you can point to that has changed in terms of your preparation uh, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, in terms of either physically or mentally uh, that you can point to and say that has made me better and that is one of the reasons why I'm going to get on that plane and go to France? Yeah, I think um, it, it was the mental game for sure. I think I've changed so much about, um, you know, just waking up every day and my preparation is about, you know, I'm valuable. I need to make myself valuable and I need to um, invest in myself. You know, if others aren't going to invest in me, I need to be that person to do it. And I think that was the biggest change for me from four years ago was just believing in myself and understanding that, you know, you go through a challenge. Okay. But, you know, it's one person's opinion at that moment about, how they view you as a player and can't really, um, you know, let that stop you or make you feel less valuable because of someone's decision. Now, while you are still young, you've also, as I said, had an incredible life and career and had success at pretty much every level that you have you have played. And this is why I'm going to ask you this, because you've had all these different experiences. And I ask a lot of players, even while, while they're in their career, you've seen mm -hmm. the good and the bad about American soccer. And so let's open it up to a much bigger type of uh, conversation here. What are some of the things mm -hmm. that you like about the way we go about our soccer, either on or off the field, and maybe some of the things that you would change? So especially on the women's side, I do think, uh, you know, we're known as the pioneers of women's soccer, which is great. You know, I think a lot of countries have, um, you know, done similar things to what we do and, and pushed their federations and organizations to, to new levels because we were the ones doing that. Um, and I also think, you know, as Americans, we have this, we have this stigma of, you know, we're athletic, we're fast. And of course, in this game, you want to be athletic. It is a lot of field to be covering so to be fair, being athletic isn't the end of the world but uh i do think you know my time playing overseas and just being exposed to 
the way they play and the style of play and their preparation, I think it's important for us to realize that, you know, the game can be won in so many different ways. It doesn't have to be power and strength. It could be, um, you know, just technique and, and tactical and, and things like that. So I do feel like it's important, especially as me as a player, I always try to add new things to my game and I'm always trying to evolve. And that's where this game is going. This game is evolving every year, I feel like, you know. So I just think the more we just commit to only one or two things, you know, we might be left in the dust. But I think we just have to constantly add new things to our game. Well, you got a lot of soccer to play still, but I, I ask. I also ask players that are in the midst of their career because I'm always interested in whether they're thinking about it and what they are thinking about. Have you thought about what you want to do with your life when you stop kicking the soccer ball? Oh, good question. You know, I probably should have thought about this. I mean, it's never too early to be thinking about this, you know. Um, but I'm a people person. I love people. I mean, I love kids as well, but I think, for me, I want to work with teams, and I just don't know what role I would want to, you know, be a part of on a, with an organization or anything. But I just think I want to stay around the game. Um, I don't think I'd go into coaching. It seems to be a lot. <laughs> but uh, I do want to sit around being around the game, definitely. All right, let's concentrate for a couple questions here on this summer uh, and uh, defending the world title. Give us a little bit of a just a quick synopsis the way you see it about, and we know we talk about all the teams now that potentially could win it and a lot of teams that have put a lot of resources and time and have made up a lot of ground mm-hmm. very, very quickly. Right now, and don't give, don't give too much away, but what are your <laughs> concerns? Because we can talk about how great you guys are, and you're absolutely great, and there's a really good chance that you'll defend this title, but what are mm-hmm. your concerns in the way that you look at this team going over to France this summer for the Women's World Cup? You know, I would say just making sure that every game we're preparing to we're preparing for other teams to be at their very best. And I think, um, you know, we obviously know on paper teams are going to be good or we think on paper teams are going to play a certain way. But I think we can't turn off not even for, even for a moment. And every team is going to give us a challenge. And I think, um, you know, as far as weaknesses, I think every team is going to have a weakness. And that could be, like I just said, tuning out and not – taking some team seriously. And I think our first two games on paper, obviously everyone's thinking, oh, the U.S. have an easy route into, you know, the knockout rounds. And for us, it's like, no, every game, we don't know what a team is going to bring to us and we can't tune out, not even for a moment. Okay, here's here's the question, and I need an answer here. Now, if you and your okay. if you and your husband Pierre took all of the money that you had, you pulled it together, and we all got in a plane and we flew to Vegas, and we were putting it on one <laughs> team. Now, you can't put it on the U.S. because I'm not going to make you do anything like that. But if you could only put it okay. on one team in order to win the most money, this is for your future. This is for love. This is for <laughs> this is this is for tomorrow and beyond. What team are you putting it on? I I would have to say France. I know I'm probably going to get like shot for after saying that, but no, you I won't. Like, no, that's a smart answer. I, I know. I personally one love the French culture, and I have actually admired um, the French women's national team. I think they've come such a long way, and I've always loved the way they play and their players specifically as well. And of course, my husband being French, I mean, if we can't win it, I mean, <laughs> I want him to be happy as well. So I would have to go with France for sure. All right, a couple last questions here. One about the great Heather O'Reilly, uh, who is, uh, as you know very well, 
uh, taking her last uh. lap. Now, here's the deal. We're, we're going to be working with her this summer. She's going to be joining us for our Fox so- uh, soccer coverage. So even though she's not even kicking a ball, she's getting to leave the team and she's getting to come over and spend some time in Paris over there. G- give us give yeah. us the juice. Give us, the, uh, give, give, give us something that we don't know about her that I can use on set uh, when we're over there in Paris. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, well, you've, I'm sure you've worked with her before in the past. Yes. I mean, she's very high energy and just literally such a lovely person like i just sometimes i forget she's like this legend because i'm like you're so down to earth and like what the heck you've accomplished everything soccer related in life you know um she okay this may be weird but heather sometimes has a nervous tick where she'll like tick at her fingers or she'll do something that i'm like are you nervous or something like why are you fidgety why are you just acting weird so I would say make sure that she's not uncomfortable on set so that she's not doing anything like quirky and weird like that. All right, I'm going to make sure that she is as at her most uncomfortable possible. I'm going to make I'm going to make it really uncomfortable with her. No, I mean, look, she, as as you know, she is she is a force on and off the field and we're looking forward to working yeah. with her. We're also looking forward uh, to seeing you and this women's national team over there in France and I want to wish you all the luck uh, in the world, not just this summer, but as you go forward uh uh playing soccer, but also uh, well beyond playing soccer. You're a pleasure to watch. You're a pleasure to talk to. Uh, okay, oh, and we got to promote it here at the end here. Once again, oh, uh, we okay. talked yeah. We talked about the secret Outlast deodorant and the Olay body wash. Did you know? I'm going to do this for you, all right? You don't even have to do this, Crystal. Here you go. <laughs> it, in May, you buy one secret deodorant, you get a second 50% off, and don't forget the $11, two for $11 of that Olay body wash. Oh, I can't wait to get those moisture ribbons. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> all right, have a wonderful trip thank you so much for for talking with me and spending some time here good luck this summer thank you very much crystal done ladies and gentlemen size the day